0: Hey guys, thanks for listening to the Fort Wright CrossFit Podcast. This is our first ever episode where we talk all things nutrition with Kate Grice. Hope you guys enjoy. Kate Grice today, she's our first guest. Um, she is a, a CrossFitter, a mom, a nutrition coach, um, and she serves as the nutrition coach for Fort Wright CrossFit, so we get to hand her all of our um, hard nutrition questions, all the hard hitting questions that we as coaches have, or the ones that we get. Um, from other members and people so thank you for being first and let me try out this whole system on you hopefully I don't um, lead us in, in into any like awkward silences which I'm prone to doing so um, first of all just tell us a little bit about yourself um, like how you got started and involved with Fort Wright CrossFit uh, who you are um, kinda of where you found fitness and health and that that kind of thing
1: well thank you for having Thice me wealth or health? I think you said what?
0: I at health. Well, wellness. Health, health. and, health and, well- and wellness. wellness.
1: Yeah. Yes. Um, I am a, an original member of Fort Wright CrossFit. Um, prior to that, I had messed around a little bit with Pure Bar and I ran in high school, um, but really wanted to wait for you to open Fort Wright CrossFit to even try CrossFit because I didn't really want to be embarrassed in front of anybody else. Um, so, had
0: you heard of CrossFit and stuff before? And well, yeah, from from you, from you from clearly. Us. And Steph and I were doing it.
1: Yes, just to clarify, you are my brother-in-law. So. Right. There's but that. you would still love me even if I didn't like CrossFit. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah. See. Okay. Good. Um, so it started there, um, but really the main thing that got me started in nutrition was, uh, as you know, when my dad died. We were going through all of his books and stuff, and it kept coming up, like, here's a book on, on high blood pressure. Here's a book on um, getting your cholesterol down. And I really found that they were just all minimum requirements, like mi- absolute bare minimum because he followed them all. But when we're talking about it, it with my mom and, and with you and with Steph, it, it was, he followed all of that stuff. But still, like, he would have stomach pains or he would, um, I think he had some food sensitivities. And while I don't think we could have ever given him more life, we could have given him a better quality of life with us. Less stomach pains, more enjoyable with his food, things like that. And it really struck me right then, like, oh, this is what I want to do. So. Like,
0: what was the time frame from that? Like, what were we talking, like, two thousand? 10? 2010 mm-hmm. 2010. was Eight when I first
1: started mm-hmm, into that and it was really it was like it was just like a lightning bolt it was I have other college degrees and it was like those are useless I don't want to do that anymore
0: yeah I mean and I think so. that you have that experience where you, you know I can like kind of flip your whole your whole way of thinking so so that's how you figured out like you know you, you got interested in mm-hmm. it so like yes. where did you go from there like
1: well, then we, then we started CrossFit, and then you asked one day if I'd be interested in going to this whole 30 seminar that was a whole weekend long, and um, kind of spearheading nutrition for the gym, and six, five, five and a half, six years later, here we are.
0: So. Right. That was your like transition, I guess, from uh from just doing it on your own and like figuring mm-hmm. that out to, to like how to apply it to other people and mm-hmm. um, how to run it as kind of like a program mm-hmm.
1: um
0: so like more on your, your like personal nutrition mm-hmm. journey um when did you start so we said what well, we said 2010 uh-huh. is when you started um, when that lightning bolt hit where you like you needed to work on nutrition so mm-hmm. what's that how has your life changed since then like with your own personal nutrition how has it impacted your life
1: well, uh, let's see. I really always enjoyed feeding people and that's probably why I weighed over 200 pounds, I think, at some point. Um, so I really loved feeding people and I also found out that I had chronic kidney disease during that time. So changing the way I ate and the way I crossfitted, I lost 70-ish pounds now. Um, but really trying to apply nutri- good nutrition principles to me um, and my kidney disease. All my doctors love that I am so good with my eating. They always say, this is elongating your life. This is what you're working. You're the perfect patient, um, all that good stuff. So I've really gone from, okay, I'm just going to start eating a little better to now it's, it's just my way of life. Like I, I looked earlier today. I've been logging my food for six years. almost seven like it just it's second nature it just comes automatically yeah
0: it's a lifestyle yeah for sure and that's what I think a lot of people don't realize in the beginning like when you start to when you start to like kind of experiment with nutrition and Mm -hmm. like it becomes a way of life and like it's easy like it's easy to make the transition I think from like a challenge to making it a lifestyle Mm -hmm. because of how good you feel like when you that, Like you said, that light bulb kind of goes off. Where it's like, wow, I've been eating this way for 30 days, and now I feel amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, this is how I'm going to eat from now on. Um, it's just getting to that point, like mm-hmm. getting over the hurdle of, you know, all the bad habits that you've had of eating for 20 years or however long. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. I think that and was, it's,
1: it's uncomfortable. The, I've, I was telling somebody earlier today, yeah, you're uncomfortable that first 30 days, that first 60 days. Heck, you might be uncomfortable for six months, but it's just discomfort nothing's wrong like uncomfortable trying to figure out your macros trying to figure out how which choices to make with your food but it's not bad i mean it's just uncomfortable and weird
0: right and it's not convenient it's not convenient to sit there and log your food all the time but once you get good at it and once you know like how to how to pick things and Mm -hmm. you know uh, kind of get a baseline of like what you know, what macros are in a specific food. I I think it gets a lot easier, but you have to allow yourself to get that, get to that point. Like, you you know, there's a learning curve behind everything and nutrition's no different for sure. All right. So nutrition's (laughs) impacted your life. We've been recording for six years, which I think is super impressive. Um, I'm not as good about that, about it for sure. Uh, (laughs) I try. You're close. You're close. close. (laughs) I I do a good job at six years. Like, um, so how do we get into, like, starting KG3? So okay. we've got you, like, you've done the Whole30, mm-hmm. uh, the seminar, or whatever. Um, yes. Let's trans- which is more, I think, the Whole30 is more on, like, quality of food and, like, yeah. that type of food. It's not necessarily um, what we talk about, like, macros and stuff a lot now. But no. anyways.
1: But it's still the basis for a lot of my recommendations.
0: Yeah, 100%. percent you got to have both, I think, of, like, what to eat and then how much too. to
1: mm-hmm
0: uh, so how did you get KG3 rolling and feeding the Fort Wright CrossFit and your Instagram account all that? <laughs> like Where did that come from and how did that get started?
1: So we started with just recipes. Um, I went back to school, but we still started with just recipes, um, giving people out just CrossFitters, just Fort Wright CrossFitters, uh, and, and just wanting people to have healthy recipes, healthy options. And from there, I feel like we've evolved a lot Um We've gone from just recipes to more of that client-based, intensive, getting to know specific clients, you get specific time with me. Um, it's not just recipes in an Instagram account. So we went from the feeding part to KG3 Nutrition, which to me conveys more, more business-like qualities, more professional qualities to it, which is really what we've been doing. Um, going f- to a month intensive in the beginning and then month to month after that uh, with different clients. We don't do just CrossFitters anymore. I've got marathoners. We've got swimmers. We've got a lot of people that aren't uh, at Fort Ray CrossFit now. So I feel like we've just grown from there. And then uh, we've got was crazy that, amounts of recipes. <laughs> so
0: was that just like a natural evolution or was that kind of the, the vision behind it the whole the whole time? or?
1: It was, the, it was the vision behind it the whole time I'd, it got a little bit stalled um, at certain points and trying to not trying to learn and maybe take classes and, and 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 go back to college and to legitimize myself and feel like I needed more legitimacy but in reality that was just for me because I knew everything I I use now I already knew mm-hmm. so it, for me it, it felt really vulnerable position and i had to stabilize myself mm-hmm. before i went out I, uh, does that make sense I,
0: no i got 100 like can relate to that with my like start to crossfit mm-hmm. um i felt like you know i felt kind of silly uh, especially in the beginning like coaching people like liz who'd been doing crossfit longer than mm-hmm. i have i'm like you know i didn't really feel like i uh had the legitimacy to to you know correct her or whatever. So those first couple of years, like that's all I did was like go to seminars mm-hmm. and try to learn and um, you know ultimately. I mean, I think it helped round me out for sure. But you know, ultimately, it's having the confidence and being able to tell someone like you know what they what you're seeing is still wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah. What, what I'm saying to her is still wrong. It's just having the confidence to convey that or whatever. So mm-hmm. um, I went through a very similar em- uh, evolution, so I, I can get behind that too. So now we're more into KG3 is more, like, more in-depth, more professional mm-hmm. um, versus just, like, you know, um, posting recipes and posting to the masses and kind of mm-hmm. that type of thing. So, okay. Yes,
1: yes. Uh,
0: what's the... Uh... Let me think. <laughs> I lost my time. <laughs> <Not my train laughs> <Like>, I'm trying <laughs> to find the right words.
1: What? Uh, what are we doing? Where are we?
0: No, I think, I think that's value. I think there's more value to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and going in depth, I think you can get people. It's kind of an advantage to start that way and to do it that way yeah. versus trying to figure it out on your own by reading recipes. I mean, you can get online and find a million recipes. Pinterest. Right. There's a, a million things yeah. on there, but having someone specifically tell you to eat this and to eat this much of it, of it. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's super important and super valuable and it gets you so far ahead of just trying to learn it on your own. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was thinking about all this stuff this morning, like as I'm eating breakfast and drinking my coffee, but uh, like I'm making like an analogy to somebody, like if I was going to work on my car, like I need a new transmission on my car or whatever, I can get on YouTube and figure out how to do that with yep. my truck. like. Eventually, I'm gonna be able to take it apart and put a new transmission in it, mm-hmm. but it's gonna take forever and I'm gonna break a lot of things. It's gonna cost me a lot of money. It's gonna cost you a lot of money. <laughs> or I could pay someone um, probably more money up front, um, you know, at the time versus doing it on my own, but it's gonna get done right. It's gonna get done mm-hmm. quickly. Um, and it, yeah, I think, I think it's kind of the same thing with nutrition. It's like you can get online and read all this crap, and, you know, some of it is crap. Um, some of it is some, yes especially uh yeah a well, lot of it a but. lot of it but, <laughs> and there's so in like yeah the the stuff that gets me is like there's nutrition stuff and so like paleo was the big thing like mm-hmm. a long time ago it's like paleo brownies oh must be okay to eat those and yeah like, no it's still brownies still like brownies you still shouldn't be eating that um
1: I Remember one time we w- we were gonna go out, uh, Yumi, Steph, and Kyle, and, and it was we were on a paleo challenge, and we we were gonna go out to a big fundraiser event, and it was like, well we can't drink. Wait a minute, red wine's paleo. No. We can have red wine. Well, yes, yeah. I mean, oh great. As much so of it as you want. <laughs> exactly. And then we killed a couple of bottles of red wine, and it was like, no, that's not that wasn't the point. Yeah. So it's still having all of those like rules and and all of that stuff gets kind of discombobulated on the internet.
0: Yeah. I agree, and there's there's just so much information, it's almost overload, and, like, you know, it kind of goes in waves, like, some of the stuff, too, in popularity, like, keto is one that comes to mind. like, keto is good and everything, it's great, but not for the person that's just starting to, like, get into their nutrition, it's Mm -hmm. like, you're trying to go, like, way to the far extreme, like, you need to be making, like,
1: you know, i call it fringe nutrition like yeah. intermittent fasting keto paleo whole like that's fringe you're on, nutrition yeah, you're on the
0: very edge of like the very extreme of something like it's not a not a real you're not setting yourself up for a lot of success like Mm-mm. to just to go from zero to trying to be keto um which i think like you know brings us back back around to the point like having someone um, to guide you and to tell you like mm. that's more important you're not gonna get you're not going to be as successful like trying to jump straight into keto, or it's the, the success rate is going to be very low. There, it's gonna it's gonna take somebody that's like, you know, a hundred percent. Like, and there's you know.
1: But the longer I go and the longer I coach, I realize that there are very few people that right off the bat see food as fuel and don't have any sort of emotional eating or stress eating or anything oh, yeah. like that that's associated with that. So you want to take the majority of people and stick them into a situation where it's you're eating food for fuel and they're just gonna stop right and that's not healthy and that's not going to work in the long term
0: right which is the goal I mean the goal is yeah. like we were saying earlier like to make that lifestyle change it's something that you can sustain and continue like that's that's kind of the idea behind it yeah. at least for me mm-hmm Good, I think we hit that pretty well, even though I <laughs> like even with that awkward pause and where well, I forgot what I was gonna say. I think it wasn't terrible, I think it was just wording, like I, I couldn't get the wording. Yeah. It was
1: a little Brian Tomish, but yeah, which fine. I'll take that. Yeah,
0: all right. Uh, how about some common nutrition questions or pitfalls? Just a couple of these, like some stuff that you see, um, frequently um, with, with some of your clients. Okay, you don't have to name
1: names, don't name names, don't name names, Kyle Stark. Stephanie Stark. <laughs> no, um, I, I, I love Greg Glassman's co- quote, and we've kind of adjusted it a smidgen to say, um, just eat lean meats, vegetables, nuts, seeds, some fruit, little starch, no sugar. Keep intake to levels that will support exercise but not body fat. Um, I think that's super important, and it's the most studied diet ever, and it's the most boring ever. People always say it's boring. But you can't argue it. It works. Mm -hmm. It's just phenomenal. Um, And honestly, it's pretty darn cheap. Mm -hmm. You can use frozen foods. You can use all of that stuff. Um, That nutrition from a nutrition um, kind of first off, first bad thing that's what i would say um but common pitfalls is what we just talked about avoiding that fringe nutrition working on what we just talked about yeah keto may have worked for your boss but is it long-term success or was it like he dropped 30 pounds in five months or yeah your so-and-so's cousin might have done intermittent fasting but okay wh- where are they five years from now mm. was it sustainable like maybe for one out of 100 Yeah. Right.
0: And you know, maybe it worked for them for a month, and then you Mm -hmm. know, a month later, they're back on the on the wagon again. Back on
1: the pizza, yeah, the uh, or all of that stuff. So just kind of avoiding that fringe nutrition, sticking to that just eating whole food mantra, cannot go wrong. Um, And the other thing that kind of nutrition questions or nutrition issues is that people think it's too hard. They, they quit the minute they've got stress. And women quit the minute they've got PMS. The minute that you're a mom and your kid hasn't slept that night, they wanna stop. And what I've realized is we all have stress. As adults, we all have fairly equal amount of stress. It's just different. Just because I've been up all night with Cam for some reason doesn't mean that, you know, Eli didn't run away from you and get out into the woods and you've been running around after him or it doesn't mean that, you know, a doctor didn't lose a patient last night. It's all stress Mm -hmm. and just making excuses. Well, I'm more stressed than you or you're more stressed than me. It's just an excuse. So really getting into, yeah, this is going to be uncomfortable at first and yeah, there are going to be days I'm going to get stressed and but really continuing on from there and recognizing that we all are exactly the same. Nobody has it easier than anybody else, really, mm-hmm. and, unless you've got some specific um, disease or death in the family or something major, major like that. So, so.
0: Having, having an appropriate mindset. Yes. Into,
1: yeah. Exactly. Like, hey. And I always tell, I mean, I think I've told you, too, and other people, if a doctor says, hey, this needle's going to hurt, I go, Okay. So when it hurts, OK, it did exactly what I said. And if I tell somebody, hey, you're going to be uncomfortable, the minute they want to reach for a beer and wings, they're going, well, Kate did say this would be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing out of the ordinary feeling that way. So.
0: Oh, that's great. Great explanation. Uh, what about some questions, like some, some questions, questions that you get often? Like we talked about pitfalls there. Like what about um, some questions?
1: Questions that I get often. I guess like yeah, the frequency. Yes. Um, why am I not losing weight? I only had one cheat meal this week. That is a major question, and I feel like cheat days or cheat. I don't. I don't like that term. But um, okay, let's say you went out with your friends and you didn't stick to your calories or your macros. Well, were you 200 calories over, or were you 4,000 calories over? There's a there's a difference. Um, 200 calories over won't deter your weight gain, or weight loss per se. 4,000 will, 4,000 will ruin a week. 4,000 could ruin two weeks Mm -hmm. worth of weight loss. Um, So not thinking of going out with your friends or having a quote unquote cheat meal is, is two separate things. So that's the first question I get is why, why am I not losing weight? Well, my first question is, Hey, I, you know, I know you went out with your friends Friday night. Was that like a bender or a binge or was it just a little bit over?
0: Yeah. I mean, there's a difference between a cheap meal and binging Mm -hmm. binging for sure. Mm
1: -hmm. Which I feel like binging has a a negative kind of like a completely negative eating disorder connotation to it. But most Americans Fall into that category. Yeah, 100.
0: -hmm. It's more of a it's more of a descriptive thing than it. There is a lot of emotion and like like you said, like negative uh, connotation to it. But it's it's more descriptive than that. Mm -hmm. It's like what you're doing.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So, um, as for another question that I get a lot, um, let's see. Will I ever look like Rich Froning or Catherine David's daughter? And the answer is probably not. I will get you as fit as you can be for, for where we are here. They work out a million times a day. Um, the other thing, too, I tell people is, especially for women, okay, well, how can you look like Katrin when you're shaped like Camille? Or how can you look like Camille when you're shaped like Margot Alvarez? Mm-hmm. They're all different shapes. And so finding somebody that's your shape within your boundaries um, is most important because I can train all day long, and I can eat everything Katrin eats, and does everything do everything Katrin does, and I will never look like her because mm-hmm. we don't have the same body. Right. So.
0: Yeah, I mean, we're all individuals. We're all unique. Like we're never gonna, you're never gonna be exactly the same. As much as I would like to look like Rich. <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's shorter than you.
0: Barely. <laughs> His beard's incredible. I think that's kind of the big thing. <laughs> That's a whole nother podcast. That's a whole different thing. why I love Rich. Um, What about some next steps? So, like, what's the future of KG3 look like?
1: So, um, the future is right now we're in talks um, with an app developer to create an app that I could input clients' um, recipes for the weekend to. That way, right now, we work off of an Excel spreadsheet. And,. uh, that way you could look at your app and see what you had to do with the grocery that week and say, okay, it's Tuesday, I've got breakfast pizza and um, a salad and some bacon chicken at dinner and just eat off of that rather than having to see the nitty-gritty stuff that I do mm-hmm. and make a grocery list out of it. Um, the And as always, since I'm employed by Fort Ray CrossFit, there are lots of longer-term goals. Um, a couple I'll keep hidden one your mom knows about but you don't but mm. your mom does <laughs> So what about go like from nutrition
0: there. challenges I mean we're, mm-hmm. in, uh, we're in one right now um, We are and we're trying we' trying something different with this one with the team aspect mm-hmm. um, do you see more like more of that type of thing maybe outside of just this gym?
1: Yes, um, actually, we've been working with uh, some departments over at University Hospital to um, include them and to have KG three run that uh, those nutrition challenges. They're particularly interested at the beginning of the year. I know that um, in healthcare, a lot of stress comes from that, but they also want to present that they are too healthy. So working together, mm. um, we also have like interdepartment um challenges going on soon so
0: cool Mm -hmm. all right well we're right at about 20 minutes which i think was good that was kind of the goal fancy um where can we find you on social media like if people want to get in touch with you if they hear this podcast out on the internets and they want to get in touch with you like where can they find you and
1: they're like that kate grifes is amazing she's the bomb she's the bomb um currently on the internet uh the insta is that what it is or is it the gram? It's the, it's the, it's the, gram. the gram sorry sorry showing my age um it's at kg3 nutrition and then you can always find me on um, crossfits.com and um, you can also make appointments with me there as well
0: cool well thanks for being our first ever podcast